interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Humans, assemble! And welcome to Not A Robot's MCU Movie Review Show. Today we're doing a special episode to cover some of the MCU news that's come out in the past few weeks. There's a lot of it, and we thought we should just record it as a separate bite. Uh, my name is Kirk, and I am your lead anchor today, and I am joined by Caitlin. I didn't have an intro because it's all news. <laughs> Rob? I didn't have any news because it's all intro. <laughs> And Kevin. <laughs> I was sitting here trying to write a theme song. Uh, it went something. Dun, 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 dun. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I'm sure you guys can tell, this news segment is a little thrown together as an impromptu uh, piece, but we, we know we have a lot to cover and it didn't feel right to stick. 20 to 40 minutes of news at the start of another movie's episode. So uh, if you like our show, you can check us out at NARTV and Movies on Twitter. Uh, and we answer show mail sent to notarobottvandmovies at gmail.com. And we do have a Patreon that has all kinds of information and great things uh, in store. So you can get access to that and the rest of our shows at notarobotpodcasts.com. Really quick intro out of the way. Let's talk news. There's a lot. There's so much. Before we get into the Disney Plus stuff, um, Disney Plus day. So there's there, there's one interesting thing I wanted to talk about. Morbius, yeah. the, um, the Morbius, Morbius. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, this this, this is uh, Black Panther related, actually. Oh, oh God. And like yeah. So oh, right. This, this is Letitia Wright related, but this is not about Letitia Wright. This is about where the movie is going. So for those that may not have heard, Letitia Wright, uh, advocately a anti-vaxxer, and Disney had a talk with her about just, in, in Chadwick's honor, let's get through Black Panther, just cool it on Twitter, and then we'll do what we need to do after that. I'm sorry, that's Shuri? And, is that the yeah. actress? Shuri, yeah. Okay. yeah. Shuri has yeah. fallen so the, to the conspiracy the, theories about vaccines. Very sad. Yeah. So the idea going forward is that, and and a lot of, much like who was going to be the next Captain America, the big talk is who's the next Black Panther, and the idea is that, like in the comics, it would be his sister Shuri, so Letitia Wright would take over. Well, she has since, in the past week, I believe, contracted COVID, and oh, instead Jesus. of dealing with it in Atlanta, where they're filming, she went back home to London. And she got on a plane? Yeah. I'm I'm very yeah. sad about this. And and from what I understand, there's a rule in the U.S. that if you're coming into the country to work, you need to be vaccinated, which she's obviously not. So now that movie's in flux, and the rumor I'm hearing is that Winston Duke is now going to be the next Black Panther. Um, and Winston Duke, for those of us who don't remember actors' names well, he is... M'Baku. M'Baku. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. The what was he called? The he is man ape, right? I mean, that's a very t- he, yeah, he, problematic <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, character. Yeah, he name. was Mbaku the man ape. It, it's yeah. it's it's a comic book name, um, yeah. but it, it probably inappropriate for the time. But I don't know. Yeah. 
So that's that's um, a big thing that's happening. I I love Winston Duke as an actor, but I, I feel like narratively it would make more sense to have somebody from Wakanda. But I, I trust the storytelling. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, I mean, I I'm he is from Wakanda. Yeah, he lives in the mountains. Um, um I mean, I he was I like even allowed to duel like T'Challa tribe. for. He's one of the the five tribes because he was allowed he was allowed to contest for leadership of Wakanda. He fought right. Black Panther in the right. ritual waterfall shindig. It's a it's challenge day. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I th- I was kind of hoping they like do some sort of shenanigans and bring Michael B. Jordan in or something. Um, I thought knows? he you was do some dead. Mul- no, that, well, never I mean, mind. I mean, like, multiverse shenanigans. No, I kn- um, I'm just, I'm hearing myself say I thought he was dead and then remember hearing myself say that watching Winter Soldier 10 years ago. So it doesn't matter if they're dead. <laughs> These are comic book movies. They can yeah, be alive exactly. again. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Okay, uh, uh, speaking of dead um, things that are alive again, can, <laughs> the biggest news for me that I've been tracking is uh, X-Men 97. Oh, <laughs> Con- yes. Uh, oh, man. Although I'd much rather have a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most badass theme song out of the 90s. I'm looking at you, 90s Spider-Man. <laughs> In your face, 90s Spider-Man. Uh, I, I love 90s Spider-Man, too, but... The the difference between the two is that there there's been X Men Evolutions, there's been some other X Men properties, but there hasn't been a lot because once the movies at Fox took off, they didn't want to promote X Men properties in any of their other media, so there really wasn't a lot of cartoons about the X Men between then and now. So that's why it's such a uh, it's such a hot property to bring back in animation. Mm -hmm. yeah i think it's super cool that they're doing it um i'm really interested in where they take it and i don't know if i'm going to rewatch all of the original cartoon before they release it but (laughs) when when disney plus dropped i tried and i got to episode two i was like i can't do this i usually get to some point after okay i'm much more committed than you guys but i usually get to some point after the the phoenix saga which is like season three. <laughs> so it's it's in there. It's deep in there. Um, I forget where it left off. There's, the final season is odd. And the, the one thing to remember about it is it goes bananas. It goes into outer space. It goes into crazy territories mm-hmm. um, that other, uh, other more grounded <laughs> Marvel cartoon properties did not go that deep into the Mkron crystal and the... <laughs> Shi'ar Empire. <laughs> it goes um, wild. <laughs> actually, can I just say, and this is going to be a minor tangent um, in a show that is pretty much all tangents. <laughs> um, I think it's just a recurring theme that the last season of almost every Marvel animated show that I've watched goes just a whole other direction. I mean, I can save her one like, MTV Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Maybe not, because it only <laughs> had one season. Fair. Yeah. Fair. Uh, I just remember, what was it? Because they had the 90s Spider-Man, and then they went into Spider-Man Unlimited. Yeah. Uh, that that's that was bananas. a whole... <laughs> that, that whole show is bananas. They blast off into space. It's Venom and Carnage blast off into space or some shit. Yeah. And then they find a they planet that's just space. like Earth, but space punked. <laughs> 
It's, yeah. It's basically Spider-Man 2099, but they didn't want to use 2099. And then they solve crimes or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It becomes, a, and then it becomes a police procedural. <laughs> well, I thought, doesn't Carnage at one point become like... I don't know, like the Borg, like or something. I, I don't <laughs> just remember. look up, just look up the intro because the you know how like those '90s cartoons intros have to explain the story. Like oh, I yeah. believe their I believe their intro was like uh, <laughs> Venom and Carnage were at Cape Canaveral and then they boarded the spaceship and, it's, <laughs> and then by the end of it you're like, what is the show? <laughs> I oh man. 90s intro theme bad rapping uh, is like my favorite genre of music. Just, <laughs> <laughs> anytime they're just like four normal teens doing something, then something happened, and now we have a show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it, like uh, Rick and Morty make fun of like interdimensional cable, but just like that really exists and it's cartoons in the 90s. <laughs> um, but yeah, so X-Men 97, a gem that we have plucked from the middle of Disney Plus Day. But Disney Plus Day was filled with all kinds of stuff uh, to do with Marvel. We got uh, confirmation or reconfirmation of a couple season twos. So we'll start there because that's less exciting. We know Luke, we knew Loki was getting a season two. Mm-hmm. Um, and they confirmed that that's on the way. Uh, Marvel's What If we knew is on the way. Our What If episode, for those listening, is in the works. Expect to hear that soon. Um, but there was sort of a soft confirmation about that season two already in the coming down because um, one of the characters introduced in the finale of What If Season 1 was supposed to be introduced in Season 1, but they uh, one of the studios that was working on the show got hit by COVID really hard, and that episode had to get postponed. That was the Gamora um, Tony into Stark season two. episode? Yes, it was the yeah. Gamora Tony Stark episode. Yeah, because they show up in the finale uh, unintroduced. <clears throat> right, who completely? Yeah. It's Gamora who shows up, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, and Tony's favorite. there for like one second. Yeah. Just long enough for Watcher to say, "Not you, Tony." Okay. We'll talk about it. In what if. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I will say I wasn't. I know that they had sort of suggested it. I wasn't expecting what if to get a season two. Um, but I also wasn't expecting what if to like run a cohesive narrative. I really thought it was just going to be a series of battle episodes. So we'll talk about that more when it's time. But yeah, this is one of the season twos that I, I didn't sort of assume was on the horizon. Like yeah, Loki. I, I have a lot more to say about the, the Marvel animated universe and what they're doing with it now. I, I might be more favorable to what I was going to say rather after they say they're bringing back uh, X-Men. Because <laughs> um, I wasn't a big fan of what they're doing with the what if compared to what they've done animated wise previously. The, the animated should just be yeah, its own I, thing and they should just let animated uh, have its own narrative and let it run its course. Rather than trying to make it in conjunction with the MCU, that's that, that'll stop there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Without getting too much into what if, I I kind of agree. the The animated scene is a little weird right now. Um. So I'm curious where they're going to take that. But uh, also speaking of a weird 
let's call it a season two. Marvel Zombies, yeah, uh. is getting its own <laughs> show, what? Or its own production. Is it? It's a cartoon or live action now? It's cartoon. It, okay. is, it is a cartoon. Is it an animated film or is it a show? I think I read that it's a series. Okay, because that's the part that I couldn't. I, I hadn't placed was whether or not they were just going to give it like an extra one hour special or if they were going to do a series on it. Yeah, I also don't know if they're going to pick up, you know, from anywhere in the same narrative that they used for the spoilers, Marvel Zombies episode of What If. Um, Because mostly everybody's dead by that point. Yeah, I mean, they could start earlier, they you know, and show us up to that point. Or they could, you know, let these animated series have their own continuity and not try to force it to tie in. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Well, yeah, and then the only other thing I can think of is... Because Marvel Zombies is like a pretty famous Marvel comic. Oh, yeah. Um, It got quite a few runs on Marvel Zombies. So much so that it had its own continuity. At one point, I believe they teamed up with like Ash and the Evil Dead. Continuity was had a cameo, if I remember right. Like, mm-hmm. um, Then they also had... And then they also had, and this is something I'm interested in seeing if they're going to do, is like, they had like a whole run of Deadpool where he teamed up with his character from the zombie universe. <laughs> like, Headpool is his own character. Uh, <laughs> and every, I just want to say, everything you're describing sounds like a comic book I would read in the store and never buy. Because <laughs> back in the day, you can go into a comic book store with $5, know you're going to buy two comics, Read all the new issues and buy two. <laughs> the, the owner wouldn't care how much you read as long as you buy two of them or whatever. You only buy something. So it's. I, I think that's going to be my marketer for how I judge the rest of these announcements. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Marvel Zombies maybe continuing what happened. It is being directed by the guy who directed What If. Um. So it's obviously related in some way, but I think we're just going to get some more zombies. Um, Then we got um, some extended looks at Hawkeye. And we got first looks at Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. Definitely here for Hawkeye. Mm -hmm. I am also extremely (laughs) hyped for Ms. Marvel, so we'll we'll talk about that one, too. Do we know when that's coming? Um, they said it'll be I th- late next summer, I believe. They said between June and September of 2022. Okay. So, and, and what's coming after Hawkeye? Do you know the schedule for some of these? I think it was supposed um, to be Miss Marvel, but that got pushed. So. Yeah, it's there's something so that's supposed to come between. Um, Hawkeye and. Miss Marvel, I thought. Oh, we're getting a Guardians of the Galaxy special. Holiday Holiday special. special. That's next Christmas. Oh, that's next Christmas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Hawkeye's coming out uh, Um, November 24th. It's a Wednesday. Does that mean that it's going to be releasing on Wednesday? I believe so. They've been playing this. It's either releasing Wednesday night or Friday night. Wednesday night is... Makes it hard to avoid spoilers. 
for people who work for a living. <laughs> Not as hard as Thursday night for me. Yeah. Hmm. That's because I, I <laughs> Thursdays coincidentally are the days where I work my my day job and my night job, so I don't watch any TV. Um, and then all day Friday, I have to try to avoid the internet. Mm-hmm. It seems like Friday is like appointment television. Like you can tune in on Friday, <laughs> but Wednesday is like, hey, listen, we all know you're gonna watch this whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> so I did a quick Google on my phone trying to find all the like Disney Plus schedule announcements and I can't like Disney Plus Day is not registering in the top 10 hits on my Google search. Um, actually, it's looking like if this new site that I found is correct, that all of 2022's release dates are sort of um, in flux, obscured, like no, we don't actually know. I mean, I'm sure that they that's... just have 2022 next to. A bunch of them. I'm sure that's pandemic related. <clears throat> I just saw you guys talking about Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. I, I saw Mark. Is yes. that is that a live action game? <laughs> it yeah, is. That's live action. Yeah. They yes. they've dropped. They've leaked a photo or not leaked. They've released a promotional photo for Secret Invasion, um, which for those of y'all who are not big comic book folks, um, Secret Invasion is Nick Fury and what's his name. The Skrull. Talos. Talos. Nick Fury and Talos uh, dealing with the Skrull invasion of Earth. So this will take place in the MCU chronology um, after Carol takes off to go back to space as Captain Marvel, after the Captain Marvel movie, um, but but well before Iron Man. Um, and in the photo that oh. they released, it is, it is a shot of Fury who is not yet wearing the eye patch, but the scars around his eye are glowing. So... Oh, okay. That's interesting. Because I, I, when I, when I saw it, I thought like Secret Invasion should be a movie, possibly a series of movies, <laughs> in the comic telling mm-hmm. of it involves uh, there being Avengers who are scrolls and betrayal and sounds very all, Battlestar yeah, Galactica. All, yeah, all, all, all the all the Avengers <laughs> being locked up in a a space prison or something, or maybe Antarctica in the. <laughs> prehistoric world that is in is in Marvel universes down there, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's a few that well, a few that figure out what's going on and rebel. Uh, so this sounds like a different story, taking the same premise of uh, bon- mm-hmm. uh, invasion of the body snatchers level. Right. Well, that's not. I, I I'm not 100 percent sure where it's going to take place because I thought. At first, like Caitlin, I agreed that I thought it was going to take place between Carol and Iron Man, mm-hmm. like somewhere between '90s and 2008. But it was the—I'm still fixated on the end credit scene of Far From Home, mm-hmm. where there's a scroll impersonating Nick Fury, or well, it's Talos, yeah, it's Talos on Earth being Nick Fury for Spider-Man, and then it ends with. Uh, Nick Fury in this large space facility with a bunch of scroll, like, and it looks like he's on a beach somewhere. But then he gets up, so it's very that whole vibe is very in line with what I expected to see from Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that said, Secret Invasion is obviously going to be a scroll arc, and the last young Avenger that they need to introduce. Is a scroll. Is, is Hulkling? <laughs> yeah. Hulkling, yeah. Okay. 
Um, and for him to be an adolescent now, it would make sense for this show to take place with infant him coming to Earth in the early 2000s. <laughs> I'm not up on my Hulkling lore. Like, I didn't even know he was a scroll. <laughs> he's I've, half Cree, half scroll. I've read him, but I've never gotten the backstories. That's interesting. Um, yeah, he is the son of uh, Captain Marvel with the Skrull Queen or Skrull Princess. Um, so he has like royal lineage from both the Kree and the Skrull. Wait, I'm sorry, which Captain Marvel? Yeah. Captain Marvel Mar-Vel. or Carol? Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> okay. Marvel. Okay. I was OG. like, she's not really Kree. <laughs> so that, wow, that's some. <laughs> it, it's it's made some interesting stories i i really hope they get around to introducing teddy altman mm-hmm. he's in the comics he's literally the king of space Hang on, right his now. name is yeah. teddy altman yeah that's his first name. yes which i understand since sounds like Googling a level manager a few years ago teddy <laughs> Te- no teddy well, altman is the name a, of a of a doctor on Grey's anatomy, anatomy. yeah <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> Yeah, she's an ex-military cardiothoracic surgeon. Um, And I I believe... (laughs) I googled this. I believe uh, her first appearance was 2009. And Teddy Altman in Marvel Comics was like 2006. Mm. So, So I think Hulkling came first. (laughs) But there's no reason to believe her name is a reference to his. It's not like they have anything in common. Well, I don't know. I heard Grey's Anatomy has a scroll story going on. Possibly. <laughs> they did do several episodes last season with the main character on a mysterious faraway beach that wasn't real. So Wait, Grey's Anatomy is still going on? Because I yes, wasn't watching and I that can't a stop ago. watching it, and I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody set me free. I. I think I watched the first couple seasons with my wife. <laughs> Gave up eventually. Been watching this bullshit since 2007, and I can't stop. I need help. Somebody break me free of the prison that is Grey's Anatomy. I just can't believe the mortality rate of doctors in that universe. Some of them move away. Like, yeah, I think that's it. If a TV show can figure out how to survive losing actors and actresses, they, they just never end now. Nope. That's really what happens. There are like three members of the original cast still on the show. And and then the it seems like the writing becomes almost like Simpsons esque where they're they're half phoning it in, but also they're putting in like the craziest plot lines you've ever heard of. In a plane crash, I was like, okay, what's even happening? Oh, the plane crash. That happened after the shooting. <laughs> and the bomb. Right? Oh, and then there was brain cancer. There was also a fire. There's been brain cancer a bunch of times. <laughs> they become, they become... never watched Grey's Anatomy. Brain cancer, oddly enough, is the only thing that seems to make sense so far. Because it's a hospital. At this hospital. <laughs> it's, it's... One time... <laughs> It's it's become a parody a of cursed... soap operas. Like it's become primetime soap opera where yeah. they just continue to crank out storylines. One time Christina Ricci was on it. <laughs> she was good. 
Don't. I'm. I'm not watching it. No matter. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> she, was, she was only in one episode. All right. Um. Back to MCU news. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got the smallest, most basic peaks at She-Hulk's design, aka we have seen Green Leg, which is, I guess, a reveal. <clears throat> she wears pants. Good to know. So she's not going to be like a hulking mass of masculine muscle. She's gonna. They're going to keep more towards the comic where she maintains a, a supermodel esque feminine form. She seems slightly larger than the average tall woman <laughs> but with the strength of <laughs> with the strength of Hulk but the body you can still jack it to uh, <laughs> well that's the thing we we haven't seen her strength yet we literally see her like her literal actual legs while she's in the gym for like a brief second and then we see one leg one green leg getting out of like a limo oh so she's fancy and that's it that's the whole She-Hulk reveal. Yeah, I guess that would be hard because they'd have to do the makeup because comic book um, uh, She-Hulk is green all the time. Uh, well, most of the time, forth. yes. Mm, okay. But she, I think she stays Hulk most of the time. Yeah, depending on what she's going through. She's in like a For smart Hulk. For a while, Hulk. she was doing the... Yeah, she's in like a smart Hulk phase. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. She... She came to terms with the Hulk very quickly and essentially fused the two her. Um, but then sometimes she, depending on what's happening in her comics, she does vary. Sometimes she does go back to just like regular Jenny Walters. Um, in recent arcs, uh, like two years ago, she died. And since then, she's had a very different relationship with her Hulk. Since she died? Since she died, yes. Well, she came back, but... Okay. <laughs> um, but now her Hulk side is very, very angry, and she doesn't really know how to deal with that. Pissed off about dying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I might um, be. It, it's definitely in the top three of my shows that I'm probably most excited for. This is being billed as a legal comedy, <laughs> and I yeah. can't wait to see what that's about. Yeah. Well, her character's a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> I, I, I'm interested. They really got to embrace some of the episodic TV shows they're copying a little bit more, <laughs> I think. And then the, mm -hmm. Because like WandaVision really dug into it being a television show with the meta commentary on TV shows. And the other two uh, like really wanted to be movies. <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm interested in them finding a balance for what the TV shows are going to be um, mm -hmm. about yeah we got our first look at Moon Knight as well showing off uh, that they are really steering hard into Mark Spector's dissociative identity disorder oh no <laughs> I know nothing of um, Moon Knight. This is all you guys. I, I know nothing of Moon Knight. I just... <laughs> I know people really like it. I have um, yet to see a piece of media that I felt representative dissociative identity disorder well. That's okay, all. Okay, <laughs> well, I'm going 
gonna get ahead of this one right now <laughs> and say that won't be Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stunned. Um, okay, I'm I'm sure in in the twenty. In 2021, they must have had some consultants about some pieces of DID that maybe inform some parts of this show. Eh. I, I, I would like to give them the benefit that that's maybe possible. Uh, however, Moon Knight as a character has a long-standing <laughs> legacy of wildly destructive DID. Yeah. To the point where there have been entire runs of the Moon Knight comic where they change whether or not he has superpowers because sometimes he's been imagining them and sometimes they've been real okay but if he's been imagining them like is he not snapping back to reality in a fucking hospital with all of his bones broken i think that actually happened once he's (laughs) pretty close to getting his bones broken all the time anyway he's so okay he's shitty batman yeah yeah, okay. that's that's that's, that's how um, people always just describe him to me. Yeah, because uh, Moon Knight as a character is so. What he is is he he worked as a mercenary for a while, made a ton of money, invested it, made a ton more money, and now it is just sitting on like a massive sum of cash. But one time on a mercenary mission in Egypt, he got like almost killed. And then was blessed by the god of the moon, Khonshu, to be the knight of the moon who shall protect all travelers who go, uh, who travel under the moon. And was blessed with super strength and speed and durability and things like that. Mm -hmm. So he went back to America, spent his fortune on a bunch of moon-themed paraphernalia, like moonerangs and a moon-shaped helicopter. Mm -hmm. Um, Get that merch going. (laughs) (laughs) Wildly impractical shape for a helicopter, but okay. The mooncopter was never really a helicopter, though, was it? It's like a moon spaceship. Yeah. (laughs) Any ship that that goes to the moon is a spaceship. It's, no, it doesn't go to the moon. It just looks like the moon. It's a, it's it's like, a it's shaped a shape. like the moon. So it's, it's round? Shaped, it's, a, it's a crescent-shaped jet is what it oh, is. Oh, it's crescent-shaped. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a nightmare. It's, um, but then... It's, it's... So... <laughs> then they worked out for certain parts of his comic that the phases of the moon impact how powerful he is. On a full moon, he has incredible power. On a new moon or whatever the no visible moon one is uh he has next to no powers uh but he continues his crusade and then somewhere in there he divided his psyche into people who he's got mark specter who's the international businessman who uses all this money for investing and then he's got the savage mercenary then he's got the moon knight protector of the whatever then they decided that Khonshu, the deity that gave him his powers, might actually be part of his dissociative identity disorder. Oh He's been God. imagining this the whole time. Oh, I thought oh, you wait, meant no, he, he hasn't. gave himself his powers. I, you guys seem so passionate about this. I mean, like, it, I think this is like the dividing line for like comic fans, like, like because like some people love this guy and some people are just like. That's for, that's the dumbest <laughs> character I've ever heard of. I'm gonna be honest with <laughs> y'all. I cannot believe they made a character whose powers oscillate based on the phases of the moon, and it's a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, sometimes he's a taxi driver. Wait, but like, <laughs> what is it? I mean, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so you so would rather have a female Moon Knight who's the weakest when the moon is <laughs> the moon's like. I'm just saying, if okay. we're gonna lean because I think you'd be critical of it the other way too. <laughs> Um, but yeah so that's Moon Knight and yeah I have very conflicting feelings on him because he has been a part of some really good runs and then there's been some that have been absolute trash like just unreadable garbage (laughs) his run in the Avengers recently is what got me to stop reading Avengers that that was too much yeah that was weird but anywho uh, I'm tuning in to it pretty much a because I like the character and I'm gonna watch everything Marvel puts out because that's just sort of my job. Um, but also because it's Oscar Isaac. And... Oh, it's Oscar Isaac. Oh no! Damn. Yeah. <laughs> what you might think of Moon Knight, I think Oscar Isaac's gonna kill that role. Yeah, Oscar Isaac just kind of makes everything okay for me. Uh... I've even watched <laughs> X Men Apocalypse more than once. Oh god! <laughs> but you can barely tell it was him. <laughs> Yeah, but I knew. (laughs) He is dreaming. I'll give him that. And then we got, and I think this is the, there was rumors of this circulating for a couple weeks now. Everyone had, a lot of people had kind of heard about this, but then we got confirmation of a new Disney Plus series. Agatha, the House of Harkness. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. (laughs) Yeah. It was Agatha all along. Prequel? No, I, I, or prequel or I mean or are we just going to get eight episodes of her stuck in the Stepford mindset that Wanda left her in uh, yeah I mean I think that's that's the big question is okay what is it like we what are you going to do with her it's hit or miss when you take a villain and you try and make a whole series around them because what are you going to make her the hero an anti-hero uh, is this an origin story for the villain? Um, I don't know. <laughs> right? Well, and that's... And it's not just a villain. It's also a character who... Source material-wise in the comics, I would say, is not... Tied to anything interesting that she did on her... Like, she's famous for being this person who trained Wanda. She's famous for being this person who occasionally fought Doctor Strange... Like, she's not famous for, oh man, that time Agatha had her own 12-issue run. Like, that never lots happened. of villains have had their own runs. Agatha, like, my my favorite appearance of Agatha in the comics is she was a ghost. She was already dead. <laughs> nah, I know her from the comics. Like, but she was just... <laughs> yeah, that's... She was haunting Wanda. Like... Oh, I was going to ask what she doing cool ghost stuff, but it kind of sounds like she was doing regular ghost stuff. Yeah, Yeah, she was just hanging out in Wanda's lair. This is also the thing with Disney Plus where they get you really excited for something, but then when you really think about it, you're like, do I really want to see that? (laughs) Okay, so let's let's bring up something that was not talked about yesterday, I don't think, and that's, yes, I really do want to see uh, Randall Park's Disney Plus series as the investigator from WandaVision. What happened to that one? Come on. Right? Like an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D villain of the week kind of thing or like a buddy yeah. cop thing with him and yeah, darcy yeah. him and darcy amazing yeah 
But instead we got Agatha. Who and again, I love Catherine Hahn, I do, but I I have no idea what this series is gonna look like. I'm gonna watch it and I will be surprised, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Unless I'm sure this they're... is a pseudo Jimmy Woo Darcy show and they're just billing it as Agatha because as they say it's Agatha all along. Mm. Like they're chasing yeah, her I down. I don't know. Like <laughs> Or maybe like it's what's the the subtitle to the show? It's House of House Harkness. of Harkness. So maybe there's like some mystical mumbo jumbo going on, and uh, I'm here for some wit- like demons get out, and Darcy and Jimmy will have to hunt them down. Actually, it sounds more like a witchy Game of Thrones kind of like <laughs> she's got to yeah. ba- battle another witch family for dominance. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, we know that she she killed her own mother, right? We saw that. In one division, we got a little bit of her origin story in one division. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's not really much confirmation. There's there's not even like um, there's not even like a tagline. Like when they first announced one division, they they straight up teased that it was going to be a sitcom about Wanda and Vision's life together. But not everything will be as it seems. We don't even get that. Like, it's literally just... We just get a title. Um, Agatha House of Harkness. Um, so, I'll watch it. I'm sure they're going to tie it into some other big mystic part of uh, the Marvel Comics universe. That she's going to... They're going to use Agatha to bridge the gap between some other spellcasting character. Like... Uh, Wong is busy. He's training Shang-Chi now. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe after, um, maybe after, uh, Multiverse of Madness, we'll still need this to tie Wiccan together or something? I don't know. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm reaching here. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it's like, oh, but, wow, I'm so excited for this TV show, but then you sit there and go, do I really want to see that? <laughs> <laughs> Disney, Disney made me think I wanted it. Now I'm sitting here with these weird ears on. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we got, let's see, we got the first look at the Ironheart logo. Um, that's all we got about Ironheart. Just the logo. She's coming. And then we got a new Spider-Man animated show that I don't think is related to the MCU. Um, is it related to... Miles Morales or Into the Spider-Verse at all? Do we know that? Well, it had Peter Parker. It's They all have Peter in, Parker. Yeah. <laughs> but like a, a young well, this... Peter Parker. Um, From what I understand, then... like what I was reading in comments, people were talking about it, it, that the three Spider-Man movies we have is a different year of his high school and then freshman year is just mcu peter's first year of high school and like his origin of how he got the powers and whatnot so is this meant to oh, be an animated good. tom holland parker that's what i understand but it's probably not tom holland voicing him no but you from a continuity perspective yeah yeah it might end up being the tom holland one i didn't really get that vibe it literally the thing i watched just said spider-man freshman year and then it showed like a goofy young peter parker and mm-hmm. it was like animated show the way that it was stylized is similar, though, to the way that they stylized uh, Homecoming and Far From Home. Yeah. 
Um, then we also got, I don't, we guess, I don't know if this has been officially confirmed on any Disney plus branded media, but we knew about this one coming for a long time. Echo, um, who is a character that we are going to see in Hawkeye. She's getting her own show as well. Who's Echo? Echo is, I want to say her name is Maya Lopez, but I might be. That's right. Maya Lopez. Yeah. Um, yeah, Maya Lopez is Echo. She's got very similar powers to Taskmaster in that um, she can uh, mimic any action she sees someone okay. uh, create. She's being played by Alacqua Cox, and um, she is a deaf character. Oh. Which um, I'm excited to see. And in the comics, she's recently been pushed to the forefront she's got her own short run right now and she's a big part of the avengers run she's a, uh, so she's like a present daredevil. Day. she has a disability that makes her <laughs> i'm laughing a little bit because i've i'm not familiar with yeah, her that they um, they named the then, deaf character after an audio phenomenon yeah I'm, I'm, and she has she's a mimic she's uh, also i just saw eternals and i got things to say about the use of sign language in that I haven't seen <laughs> whenever it yet. we whenever we get to it um <laughs> i'm desperately trying to see it but getting to the theater with a new puppy is proving harder than i thought yeah yeah um, it, sorry that's not a spoiler it's just <laughs> no, oh yeah i'm no, trying sure. to see it but just getting tickets near me has been a challenge also pay attention to the runtime that was a longer movie than it's I too it long before. movies in general are too long and i stand by this I want to go back to when, like, a feature film was, like, 100 minutes, maybe 115. 90 minutes, 90 minutes. Get get in, get out. With credits and after credits and the no more two and a half hour movies, please. They're pushing Please. I want to see them. Um, The other thing with Echo that... Uh, brings us back to, and we're going to be talking about this one a lot sooner than everything else here. We got an extended look at Hawkeye uh, that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. But there was something in the Hawkeye trailer that I'm excited to see if they're actually going to spend time on. Uh, that's related to Echo. Uh, so Echo in the comics, or Echo is deaf, mm-hmm. but Hawkeye in the comics also is deaf. Um, oh, does is he? He... Uh, yes, I know he, he goes blind. He lips and... and he wears, uh, and he does wear like a, a hearing aid f- for certain parts. But Hawkeye is wow, um, is deaf. And in the Matt Fraction, the very famous Hawkeye run, he goes uh, like he has to use sign language, and it's very like the the issue that uses sign language in the comics is really really cool. I highly recommend checking out that run. Um, and there's a lot of references to that run in this show, but one of the things is in this uh, trailer that we got to sh- see is Kate is yelling things at Hawkeye while he's trying to hotwire the vehicle about you drive, I shoot, you drive, I shoot, and he's yelling back at her, I'm not hearing you, I'm not hearing you, and then he looks at her in the eye and he says, I'm not hearing you. Because hmm. if he's not, if they're actually steering into him being deaf, he can't read her lips while he's hotwiring a car. Yeah, 
Usually people who go deaf later in life don't actually Which, need to learn sign language. They can usually get by by... Um, yeah. I mean, they yeah, can. He, um, uh, if, if in they the comics... They retain their ability to speak. Yeah, in the comics he goes deaf, I believe, as a preteen or young teen. Oh, so he's been deaf the whole um, time? He, yeah. In the comics, anyway, yeah. Really? But he resents using sign language. Like, he's got yeah. a whole thing with his brother about it. Oh, okay. Well, that no, that is accurate, then. That's usually, usually if you've developed the ability to speak, you continue to uh, live in the hearing world instead of adapting mm-hmm. yourself. To, that makes sense. But yeah, so I don't know if him saying I'm not hearing you was them just being funny about the line, but for them possibly introducing Hawkeye's actual deafness in this uh, show... It, it's in line with her yelling at him from the passenger seat that he does not know what she's saying. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm interested to see what where that is, because that might be a subtle subtle hint that we're, because they're introducing Echo in the Hawkeye show as well as a character, that you know there might be some deaf culture narrative potentially to look out for in Hawkeye. That'd be cool. I like seeing deaf representation on TV. Um I, I studied some ASL in college and I it's it's like any other language. It's hard to retain when you're not using it regularly, but there was definitely like there's the whole elements of, of deaf culture that we don't see a lot of um, on TV either, even when there is a deaf character because it's usually just the one integrated with the hearing people. So I I do kind of hope that they, they tackle that. I'm interested to see how it's handled. Yeah, I know about mm-hmm. seven phrases in ASL because I have two. I have one cousin who is hard of hearing and one who is fully deaf. And so I know the difference between kind of like the two. Uh, that being said, I'm really bad at signing. Um, <laughs> and mostly now we all mm-hmm. we all just communicate by, via text. Uh, so <laughs> technology makes it very much easier, a lot easier. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my, uh, my wife has a diploma in sign language oh. and deaf culture. Uh, and I have retained like literally nothing. <laughs> um, she's walked me through it. I remember pants. I remember how to sign pants, but that's about all I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the end of the news list. There was a lot revealed. Um, and Kevin also hinted at the one piece of news that we hadn't touched on. Eternals has released. Uh, most of us haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, and for those of you who who haven't been able to get to a theater to see Shang Chi, that's on Disney Plus. Oh now, yeah, also as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Expect our episode of that to come soon as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one thing that we didn't mention that I don't know how widespread it is. I think it's hilarious. Oh right, Hit Monkey is coming to Hulu in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Hitmonkey. I, I didn't read Hitmonkey, but I just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> a, a vengeful Japanese snow monkey and the ghost of an American assassin cut down Tokyo's underworld. That's the premise of Hitmonkey. <laughs> yeah, it's um. The ghost is voiced by Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> I 
Don't know who's voicing the monkey, but he mostly makes monkey sounds. So. Makes sense. Voiced by Snowball the monkey. (laughs) No, I think it's a person, but (laughs) I just don't know who. All right. I think one one last thing I was, I was reading this morning, kind of off the cuff. uh, Doctor Strange is undergoing another six weeks of reshoots, emergency reshoots. Oh gosh. Multiverse of Madness. So that, that's going to be hopefully not a mess of a movie because I'm really excited for that one. I don't know. Sam Raimi. Also, he's pretty dusty. But there was a change of director halfway through or a little bit of the ways in and that always worries me. Mm. I struggle with the first Doctor Strange, but we'll talk about that when we get to it. And we never will if we keep talking about the news instead of doing yeah. another movie review. Actually, when you break it down, I don't think there's that much news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of our news, so we're going to close this news broadcast for the day. Thank you all for uh, tuning in and listening to us gab about Disney Plus Day's long, sundry list of reveals. As always, you can find all of our information on notarobotpodcast.com. And we're just going to close it out. Uh, Don't be a robot. Bye. Later.